Brightburn, when puberty goes terribly wrong. A lot of things start to happen when you turn about 12. Typically, they include growth spurts, cracking voices, and hair growing in places where it wasn't before. Typically, these things don't include superhuman strength and the power to burn people with your eyes. Brandon Breyer, Jackson Dunn, though, is not your typical pubescent boy. His parents, Tori, Elizabeth Banks, and Kyle, David Denman, had trouble conceiving, so didn't ask any questions when a baby mysteriously appeared on their property. Perhaps they should have, because when Brandon turns 12, things start going horribly pear-shaped. And by pear-shaped, I mean this kid is about to become a killing machine. He hears unsettling, distorted, computerized voices, drawing him to a bright red force that is under lock and key in a rundown barn, which he's forbidden to enter. Helpless in the face of its power, Brandon is overcome by an impulse to take over the world. That's the gist of this gory story. It's pretty straightforward, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Given Brightburn runs for only 90 minutes, it works well enough. Jackson Dunn is the son of Brightburn's writers, and you may recognize him from The Avengers and Shameless. He does a solid job of capturing the character's full arc, making the transition from innocent victim to anti-hero to remorseless serial killer. The rest of the characters in the film could easily be branded as brainless and slow, but they do illustrate the point that, unless gouged in the eye with the truth, most people will believe what they want to believe. In almost every body count mounting case here, no one is convinced of Brandon's evil until they see it with their own eyes. His mother is the least willing to accept this new reality. And why wouldn't she be? For 12 years she's raised him and watched him grow into a normal loving boy, the son she's always wanted. Banks wears a terrible wig, but is otherwise very believable as the mother who'll do anything to avoid losing her son, or causing him to have the same abandonment issues that she grew up with. She is mostly known for comedic prowess, but demonstrates here that she's cut out for more. Denman, who plays her husband in the film, is also well cast as the more sceptical and less naive of the pair, and his brother-in-law Noah is played by Matt Jones, who made light work of his unfortunately small part. None of the other characters are fully explored, but that's about what you'd expect from a 90-minute horror film that moves pretty quickly from one bloody death to the next. The gore-laden story is not especially thrilling, but under the direction of David Yarabeski, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, even in its quieter moments, and sometimes especially in its quieter moments, it feels like a fully realised vision of an anti-Superman. You're on edge just enough that the heightened sound effects of a camera flash or a spoonful of porridge being served up will give you a bit of a jump. Brightburn's premise is solid, but the upshot isn't sensational, and there's a feeling that the film could have been so much more than this small town story. It's likely, though, they've kept greater world destruction up their sleeve for a sequel. This terse tale of the boy with weaponized laser eyes is entertaining enough to warrant the attention of slasher film fans with a free afternoon. But that's about it. See it if you've always wondered what would have happened if Superman was born with an evil twin. If gore is your flavor, you're an angsty teenage boy, or a diehard Elizabeth Banks fan. Skip it if you have a weak stomach, you're in the mood for a character study, or you haven't seen Aladdin yet. It gets two and a half stars out of five.